So what I want to do, just as we wrap up this morning, is just kind of put a cherry on top. Because we've looked through uh, the, the idea that God looked at our broken world and he put it back together. And not only did he put us back together, but he gives us purpose and he gives us meaning. And then in that last video, he makes us this promise that he says, this is not all that there is. There's so much more. There are promises beyond promises that he can give to us. But here's the thing I want to leave you with. It is so easy for us to take the story of Christmas and a baby in a manger and shepherds and wise men and all the stuff and angels, and we lump it into the same category as all of the other Christmas lore with Rudolph and with Jack Frost and all the other Christmas holiday things. And we look at that and we go, you know what? It's, it's fairy tale. It's just a thing. It's an option. It's a thing we can sit down and read books about, but it's not real and it doesn't really impact me. I think there's a small part of most of us that are in this room this morning because you made the time early on a Sunday morning on Christmas Eve to be here and do church. I think there's part of us that says, no, that there is something more to this story than just a fable, just a fairy tale, just some characters that we can set on our mantle as a nativity. You know, there are a lot of reasons that convict me. Uh, I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. I like answers. I want you to show me why, why, why. Show me how it works. There are a lot of reasons that we can look at the story of Jesus and say, this is reliable. This is believable. And I'm not going to do a two-hour workshop on it because you guys would riot and leave. But what I want to do is show you one small piece of the puzzle, one very small piece, and let you know that there's lots of other pieces that you can dig into. No matter if you are here for the first time and, or you haven't done church in 20 years, or maybe you come every single week to church, but you're not sure that it really hits home with you. And, and this is the point. The coming of Jesus, the birth of this baby, is not only something that just happened and there was an expecting mother and an expecting father, but there were thousands of people for hundreds of years expecting this to happen. Did you realize that the story of Jesus was something that was prophesied hundreds of years before he was born by reliable, good men who had credible sources? It was written down. People studied it. And then we're going to look at a lot of different ones. The one we're going to look at this morning is from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet that lived near the end of the time of the nation of Israel before they kind of fell to pieces and, and got taken into exile. In Isaiah chapter 9, we have a couple of things, and you might recognize some of these passages. I just want to start with verse 2. It says this, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. This is the setup. We're going to fast forward to about verse uh, 6. It says, For unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, and Mighty God, and Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. So this passage, I, I just kind of took a couple pieces out of a really long passage. But if you look through this entire passage from Isaiah, you'll find that there's this prediction about a king who's going to be born. And lots of specific details that are given. And as the, the Jewish people looked at this story in Isaiah and other places in their prophets, they said, man, this, this person, this individual is going to be a big deal. It's going to change things. Like, for example, we learn in this passage where a baby would be born and to whom he would be born, even when he would be born. There are prophecies in Isaiah and in other places that talk about the type of life that he would live. In fact, the details of the crucifixion from the Easter story are explicitly detailed in the book of Isaiah. When you read them side by side, you're like, man, is this just a sequel? Did these people talk? Yet they were written hundreds of years apart from each other. See, if you look through the entire uh, like, body of the Old Testament, there are over 300 specific prophecies that talk about this man, Jesus. 
if the odds of like five of these prophecies coming true in one person are extremely slim. I can hardly prophesy what we're going to have for supper from week to week. Like say, I don't know, Tuesday, I mean, maybe it's tacos, we'll see. But for the, all 300 and then even more of the minute details from the Old Testament to come true in one man, it, it can't be just coincidence. It has to be divine. And I'm making that statement, and I realize it's a blanket statement, but I tell you what, I, I, I dare you, I challenge you to dig into it and see if that's not true. Countless people have come to a realization that Jesus indeed was who he said he was by challenging the system and digging in and finding man. What he claimed, it's true. One thing our church really seeks to do, more than, than anything, is we don't want to be just ceremony. We don't want to be just religion. We want to group, be a group of people who are seeking to find truth and live in love. We phrase it like this. Shine light in dark places. Because you know what light is? It's a metaphor for truth. Lies is darkness. Light exposes darkness. Light reveals truth. Light shows direction. Truth guides. Light shows where darkness hides. Light brings hope and joy into a world of hopelessness and chaos. That's the message of Christmas. That's the message of Jesus. And every single year, if you've been coming to our church, we're only five years old. We're on our fifth year. We're four years old and some change. And if you've ever been to a Christmas Eve service, you can go ahead and set your clock to it. We're going to talk about Jesus being the light of the world because that's who he is, and we exist to reflect that light to the world around us. Isaiah nailed it. He said, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. I don't know about you, but that's the world I want to live in. I love it that generations later, one of Jesus' closest friends, he's known as the Apostle John, but John wrote a couple different books in the New Testament. And in John chapter 1, verse 4, he says that he describes his friend Jesus this way. He knew Jesus personally. Jesus changed his life. This is how he describes Jesus. In him was life. And that life was the light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness. Listen to this. This is one of the most powerful scriptures in the whole Bible. I want you to hold on to it, and I want you to find hope in it. The darkness has not overcome it. Darkness never wins when light's present. Every week we say that we exist to shine the light of Jesus into the dark places of this world. Light is truth. And we teach truth in love, and we reflect the light of Jesus everywhere we go. In him was life, and that life was the light of mankind. Um, we have this service on Christmas Eve for one major reason, to celebrate that light. So we're about to do something cool together. We're going to share some light. I'd like to just pray for us first. God, I thank you so much for this time. We can just celebrate who you are, what you're about, and what you do. God, it was a, a night of obscurity when you came. It was... Uh, we talked for like the last three weeks uh, on Sunday mornings about how, you know, Mary was kind of a nobody from nowhere, and so was Joseph, and so were these shepherds, and so was everybody else involved. But you stepped into that humble situation because you had plans for it. Father, I pray that you'll step into our humble situation and that you'll shine light into the darkest areas of our lives. Lord, give us hope. Give us peace. Give us light. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.